things, and there is so much in Scripture that you can, can focus on when it comes to um, uh, the last week of Jesus. Um, and, of course, Palm Sunday would be that time where he um, rides on a donkey into Jerusalem, and they were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna. And um, I was kind of praying on um, some, some areas where the Lord would have us speak on today. And he, I believe, really brought me to uh, the Garden of Gethsemane. So I want to go to Matthew, the 26th chapter. And I'm going to read 10 verses. Um, you can read along with us. Um, you can read along with us. It's on the screen. But Matthew 26, starting at the 36th verse. Um, are you ready for the word? Thank God uh, for you. Let's, let's begin. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to, to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will, Peter. What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time he went away and prayed, saying, O oh, my father, if this, cup cannot, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them, went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. God bless the reading of his word. I really want to focus on uh, verse 41. Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Um, I want to share from you from this thought, um, overcoming human limitations, overcoming human limitations. Can you say that with me? Overcoming human limitations. Now, if you need a more spiritual um, theme, you can just say, thy will be done, if that's better for you. But um, in this account in the Garden of Gethsemane, we are introduced 
to a side of Jesus that we, that we very rarely see in Scripture. We are introduced to his humanity or his human side. Are you with me? Jesus was all God, but also Jesus was all man at the same time. This is a mystery that we'll never fully understand, but he was all God and he was all man at the same time. He was not part God, part man. He was all God and all man. And we are introduced in the garden to some emotions that we rarely see Jesus uh, in. Um, we have read and experienced in Scripture how Jesus slept. We, we see in Scripture how he ate, he, he wept, um, he was a baby, he grew up to be a child, he grew up to be a man. Um, and now, or but we now, in the Garden of Eden, we, we experience Jesus as a man in agony. We see Jesus here as a man under an extreme level of stress. Now, um, this account in Matthew was also recorded in Luke, Luke the 22nd chapter. And in Luke the 22nd chapter in 43 to 44, the Bible says that uh, his sweat became like drops of blood falling down on the ground. Uh, you, all, you can read that in Luke. Um, now, I, I did some research and I just said, is it possible uh, for someone to sweat blood? And I found out that in extreme levels of stress, it is possible to secrete blood from the sweat glands because near the sweat glands are blood vessels. And, and in extreme stress and agony, it is possible. Now, the, the medical term is called hematidrosis or hematidrosis. Hematidrosis where, where it looks like red blood is coming out the sweat glands. So I don't know if you all knew that, but uh, uh, maybe if you were about to die on the cross too, you'd, uh, <laughs> you'd be in great stress and agony too. Are you with me? So it was evident in Scripture the pressure and stress Jesus was feeling in the garden. Uh, please be mindful of the level of agony and stress he he was facing. Um, he was facing his destiny was to die on the cross. Uh, but also pay attention to what Jesus does to overcome in his humanity. He he had to overcome his humanity to reach his spiritual destiny. Did you all just hear what I said? He, he had to overcome his humanity to reach his 
spiritual destiny. If you are going to be what God wants you to be, there's some things you have to overcome in your humanity, in your flesh, to reach your full potential in God. Are you hearing me? Also, please understand and pay attention to Jesus' disciples and what they did in the garden. So, so both Jesus and the disciples had human limitations. Are you hearing me? So Jesus and his disciples had human limitations. The disciples were brought to the garden for support and encouragement. But they found themselves going to sleep. Now if you read, if you reread the text, you'll find that Jesus brought his disciples to the garden. Are you with me? Uh, he left eight of them. He left eight of them at a certain point. Then he brings his inner circle, Peter, James, and John, to go with him for support. And all three times, uh, they fell asleep. Are you hearing me? They, they found themselves going to sleep. I brought you for support. I brought you to be a prayer partner. I brought you to, 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 to be to, to someone to, to encourage me, and you fell asleep. So many times a person can reach out to you for support and encouragement. And it is difficult to really feel what another person feels. In times of agony and pain, it's, it's really difficult to really, for me to really know what you're feeling in a certain uh, agonizing situation. Are you hearing me? Many times, a person is looking for something that you are unaware that they need. Moments are missed that you cannot get back. I, I was looking for you to do something and, and you didn't give me what I needed. Are you hearing me? And, and you can't get that moment back. Uh, let me be a little transparent. You know, if you marry, you know, my wife and I, sometimes she'll be looking for me to do uh, a, a certain respond or uh, to listen and, and I might be distracted and and, and to her, it's like I'm not paying attention. And, and you can't get those moments back. Are you hearing me? Sometimes you, sometimes you miss it. Or something I may want from her that sometimes she is not able to do. She miss, sometimes it's hard to compute what the other person is thinking. Are you hearing me? But the problem is, uh, I, I, I leaned on you and you didn't give me what I wanted. Are you hearing me? This is where the disciples were. They, they were there. If, if, in other words, if, he, if, they, if they wanted to go to sleep, they should have stayed at home. But they were there to support Jesus. And he brought them there. And he said, stay, watch, stay, watch. I, I, in other words, I, I know you're not going to go through anything, but, but can you at least stay up with me? You know, many times 
You look for people to give you what they are not able to give you. Sometimes some people cannot give you what, uh, they, they can't give you what they don't have. Some people are not able to support you in certain matters. Look, let's look in the scripture. Matthew 26 and 36 says, Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane. Gethsemane, it, it, is, it, is, uh, it means press or wine press. It is where, where the, when you get the juice out, you have to press. And it's called Gethsemane, means press. In other words, this is, this is where Jesus had to press his flesh or he had to uh, crucify his flesh so he can be crucified for us. Are you hearing me? And he brought his disciples, and the Bible says, he said, sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, James and John, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Now, we usually don't see these emotions in Jesus, so, so stay with me. But we're seeing now Jesus in his humanity. He's not healing the sick right now. He's not raising the dead right now. He, he's, he's really in his humanity. Are you hearing me? Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch, watch this. He tells them, he tells them, I'm, I'm, I'm exceedingly sorrowful. Even, in other words, he's saying, guys, I'm, agon I'm agonized. You know, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going through. And, you know, it's kind of like if I tell Elder Graham, Elder Graham, I'm going through. Yeah, Pastor, you want something to eat? No, 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 Graham, I'm, I'm really going through. Did you, did you see the Lions game last night? No, no, no. Carl, man, listen, man, I'm, I'm really going through. Next thing you know. You know, snoring and, and like, don't you even care? <laughs> don't you care? But I want you to look at how Jesus overcame and how Jesus overcame his humanity. The Bible says he went a little farther. So they, they, he said, stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, oh, my father, the, aren't you glad God doesn't go to sleep? <laughs> he, he, he prays and said, oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Now, you know, this was agony if Jesus wanted to get out of his assignment. He said, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. But he says, nevertheless, not, not as I will, but as you will. Now he's talking in his humanity. Because God would never say, let me out of my assignment. But in his humanity, he had to deal with the pain. And he said, is it possible? Is there another way? Is there another way? It's kind of like you get some news from the doctor and you want a second opinion. You know, <laughs> you know, is there another way? 
Then he came to the disciples and watch this. He came to the disciples and what? Found them asleep and said to Peter. In other, in other words, Peter is the one usually talking. Y'all get that? Get that? Peter is the one that usually say, I'll fight for you, Lord. And Peter's the one that said, I'll, I'll defend you. I, I won't deny you. Chopping off ears. And he sleep. He said, Peter, not you, Peter. He said, could you not watch with me one another? Word. Okay, they sleep, but, but Peter, you? Yeah, come on. Yeah, say that. Say, come on, Peter. Verse 43 says, and he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. Jesus asked his friends, his disciples, to stay awake and watch, but they fell asleep. A failed attempt to support and encourage that you cannot get back. A failed attempt to support and encourage that you cannot get back. Say that with me, a failed attempt to support and encourage that you cannot get back. So now Jesus, who understood his humanity, he makes his disciples aware of their own humanity. Listen at what he does. He, he's aware of his humanity because if you notice, he went to pray and he prays not just once, but he prays three times. He, he's aware of his weakness. He's aware of his humanity. The disciples were not aware of their humanity. Come on, just tell somebody, please be aware of your humanity. Now listen at what Jesus tells them. He says, watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, what? But the flesh is weak. So he's teaching a lesson now. He's saying, I don't care what you think you can do. You might have the desire in your spirit, but your flesh is weak. Now he's telling them, you got to be aware of your weakness. The disciples had a willingness to remain loyal and supportive, but they were unaware of how weak their flesh was. You know, I got a, my wife, <laughs> she, she, she just gets on me, uh, Joan, because, you know, I'll say, let's watch a movie. And she always says the same thing. She said, are you going to stay awake? <laughs> and I don't want to lie. I'm like, I, I'm trying. I, it's my intentions to stay awake. And, and, and last week, I would say, okay, let's watch, let's watch this. I, I, I bought the movie, and, and I, I was watching it, Janice, and the next thing I know, I was waking up. <laughs> and and I, I tried. The, the spirit was willing. I, I wanted to watch it, but, but you know, I, so I, I understand the disciples. Uh, my intentions was to watch the movie. And, and my wife, she just looked at me like, and then I'll say, I wake up and, she, and I'll say, what happened? She was like, 
I said, what happened? What did, she was like, don't, 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 don't even go there. <laughs> but, but sometimes you got to be aware of your weakness. Jesus did not just rely on his disciples. He went and prayed. In other words, if you just like me, you can't help me. You can only help me so much. But, but God can help me get through this. Come on, look at somebody and say, I may fail you, but God will see you through. Many times we fail in our flesh because we are unaware of how weak our flesh is. Jesus in this account shows his human limitations, but also the word shows how Jesus overcame in spite of his weakness. Now you say, well, he was Jesus. He did say, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. So he, he was weak. He didn't want to do it. But he knew how to overcome it by obedience. When people went to sleep, Jesus talked to the Father. He prayed three times. You are not victorious in God when the agony goes away. You are victorious in God when you are able to obey God when the agony is still there. Now, I'm going to park there. Now, now listen at this. A lot of people pray for the Lord to get me out of something. And, and Lord, if you do this, I'll obey you. If you do this, but, but look at Jesus. The, the agony never went away. You, you think Jesus would deliver. The Bible says, he says, nevertheless. Nevertheless means, although I don't want to do it, I, I, although the pain is there, although the agony is there, I'll still obey. Oh, y'all don't want to hear that, y'all. You all want to come out and have everything smooth, but sometimes you've got to go through and obey God even when there's pain. He says, nevertheless, I'll say that again. You are not victorious in God when the agony goes away. You are victorious in God when you are able to obey God when the agony is still there. Oh, Lord, I want to get even. Lord, I want to get them back. I'm mad. But, but can you just say, I'm going to ignore my feelings I'm going to ignore those emotions even though I feel like doing something, I'm going to obey God. Even though, even though I feel like this way, his word says this. So I've got to choose the word over my feelings. Are you hearing me? It is possible to obey in the spirit and demand that your flesh obey. It's possible. To, to bring those emotions under check. I know some of you all, if I feel like it, that's what I'm going to do. Wait a minute. Don't, you can't always do what you feel. I know the world says, if you feel it, do it. You can't always do what you feel. <laughs> How many know what I'm talking about? Sometimes, sometimes I may feel like giving up. Sometimes I may feel like getting back at you. Sometimes those words are in my mind that I may not say that comes out. 
I've got to say the word and speak the word. As saints, we do not adhere to the world's thinking. If you feel it, do it. Don't, don't, no, don't, don't deny yourself of what you really want to do. Sometimes you may want to do something that may not line up to the word of God. Am I going to get some help in here? If, if some of us, if we really followed our feelings, we wouldn't be here. Some of us, if we really followed our emotions, I, I, I tell people all of the time, emotions are real. Feelings are real. They cannot be ignored, but you, they don't have to be true. They are real, but they don't have to be true. And they are real, and you don't have to follow them. Hello, somebody. Oh, I'm so glad that my wife didn't, when she felt like giving up, I'm glad she didn't give up on me. I'm glad I didn't give up on God. Anybody glad they didn't give up on God? Look at this. I'm almost through. He went a little farther. Verse 39. And fell on his face and prayed. Saying, listen at this clearly. You got to look at that. You, you got to, some of y'all go to the nevertheless. But, but sometimes you got to look at the first part. Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Now, the writer doesn't say how long he paused before the nevertheless. Some of you still on pause. Some of you have been 10 years and you still haven't said that will be done. Because you still focus on the agony and the pain. Now, now, we don't know if it was right away. We don't know if it was five minutes. But there was an agony because the Bible says he was in agony. So it wasn't easy. Obeying God is not sometimes, it's, it's not always easy. Can we be real? Obeying God is not always easy. But I still have to find myself doing what is right. Are you hearing me? 42nd verse, I'm almost done. Again, a second time, he went away and prayed saying, Oh my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. In other words, if this is the only way Your will be done. I'm glad he didn't say, I am just so pleased. I'm just so happy. But he said, I'll do it. Sometimes you have to do things that <laughs> you don't feel like doing. So as saints of God, we must measure the flesh by the spirit and not measure the spirit by the flesh. Can I, can I park there? We must, we must measure the flesh by the spirit and not measure the spirit. In other words, don't let the level of your agony dictate your obedience to God. Let your obedience to God 
dictate your flesh. Did you all really get that? Because sometimes sometime if you feel in a certain way, uh, you're going you to say, you know, I'm going to put my salvation down. Don't ever put your salvation down. No, no, don't, don't put your salvation down. Don't, 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 don't go there. You can, you can still, I, I told you the story many times. I ain't going to say it too much, but, you know, I, was, I worked for that municipality for 20 years uh, as a minority, and, and uh, the dispatch, I, 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 gave my, I gave the assignments out in the morning, and I wrote the wrong address. Uh, and that person got on the, the, the general radio of public service. And he said, told somebody, will you check this address? And he said, this is what he said. Some idiot in the office put the wrong address. Oh, when they said idiot, people were calling engineering. Who's the idiot? Who's the idiot? Who's the idiot? People coming around my, my cubicle saying, you can fire him. You can write him up. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Fire him. He's a, I mean, it was just a big thing. I'm sitting there, in, number one, embarrassed. Number two, mad, angry, and they just egging me on. Fire them, write them up. And, they, and I'm embarrassed already. And, 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 just, uh, and they just, people come down, oh, here's the idiot. Uh, everything going on. And I, I got up and I went to the bathroom. But I just wanted, I was mad, angry, embarrassed, more embarrassed than anything, because you don't know, you don't like to make mistakes when you're the minority. But, but I was embarrassed, I was everything. I went to the bathroom, I got some cold water, I put it on my face, and I looked in the mirror, and the Holy Ghost said this scripture that I've heard thousands of times, and I never really paid attention to it. And the Holy Ghost said this one scripture. I looked in the mirror, and the Holy Ghost said, be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. Now that was just like, a, that was a message. It never stuck before. But I needed that at that time. Facing all of my emotions was to get angry, bitter, write them up, fire them, tell them you can't talk to me that way because I was embarrassed. You call me an idiot, everybody heard it. But the Holy Ghost said, be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, ye shall reap if you faint not. Did the emotions go away? No, but, but the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, took those emotions and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't hit them. Don't, don't, don't fire them. Don't get them bad. Talk to them. Uh, Y'all heard this story, but it just excites me because uh, I, I said, I said, I said, Bruce, how, can we ever get along? He said, we'll never get along. He didn't like nobody. Everybody hated him and he hated everybody else. And he just, he said, we'll never get along. And, yeah, well, he just went on and I just said, okay. For a year, I would say, hey, Bruce, he never spoke. The whole year, hey, Bruce, never said one word. Hey, Bruce, what's going on? He would just walk past me. I never stopped speaking. I tell you, my emotions wanted to say stop speaking. You, you know, why you keep doing this? My emotions were there. But the Holy Ghost said, do right. Be not weary in well-doing. And about a year later, I was going to the vending machine, and, and I said, hey, Bruce. And he said, hey, Brian. I went. And he said, this is what he said. He said, Brian, he said, you know what? 
I was listening to Jimmy Swaggart on the TV, and I got saved. He said, aren't you saved? And I said, yeah. Now, what if I would have got even? What if I would have gave him a piece? What if I would have fired him or wrote him up to be fired? In other words, he got saved, and he, he lived about another year, and he died. And God said, I use you to save, to get him saved. In other words, there's sometimes there's a bigger thing going on besides your feelings. Sometimes there's a bigger picture going on than you getting your feelings hurt. If you can get over the pain and the agony and say, not my will, but thy will be done. A soul was saved from my embarrassment. Y'all not hearing me. A soul was saved from my humiliation. In the garden, Jesus saying, if I can take the pain, if I can take the agony, the world can be saved because of the nails, because of the nail prints, because of the agony. I don't want to go through it but not my will, not my feelings, not my emotions, but thy will. Oh, if you can ever get to that point, if you can say, I, I'm going to take it, I'm going to bear it, I'm going to go through it, I'm going to stay here because there's a bigger purpose. Oh. Some of y'all got serious testimony. You got the same, some similar testimony where you took some things and your emotions said quit. Your emotions said give it back at them. Your emotions, but if you can hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battles. See, you want God to take it away. So the Deborah... It still embarrassed me. Nobody wants to be called an idiot <laughs> that everybody heard. That still bothered me. But God said, be not weary. Look at somebody and say, be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, and the reap was not somebody calling him an idiot. The reap was not God got him back. See, y'all praying the wrong prayers. Get them back, Lord. No, just save them. If, if you save them, he'll treat me right. If, if you save them, we'll get along. Hallelujah. I think y'all got the message. I can close this. There must be in that flesh, there must be a nevertheless. There has to be a nevertheless. There has to be however. There has to be a but. Are you hearing me? Yes, you have haters. Yes, the pain will be great to bear. Yes, people are lying on you. Yes, you want to get even. Yes, you want to get revenge. Yes, you want to go off on somebody. But nevertheless, not what I want to do. But it, was, it is what God wants me to do. 
Come on, say, not what I want to do. It is what God wants me to do. Hallelujah. Everybody's standing. I'm going to close. Hallelujah. I'm going to close. I don't have to say anything else. God's word contradicts your flesh. Jesus was aware of his humanity. Maybe the takeaway, sometimes you have to be aware of your humanity. You have to be aware that, you know what, that makes me mad. That makes me angry. That, that, I don't like that. That's embarrassing. But it is not so you can get back. Jesus, he said three times. Sometimes you got to get a prayer life. He prayed three times. Sometimes you got to go back to God in prayer. And see, see some of y'all are praying the wrong thing. Lord, take these feelings away. Feelings are real. <laughs> they don't go away. The works of the flesh are real. Lord, take, 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 don't let my eyes see the pretty woman. She pretty. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's good looking. But Jesus says, he said, if it be your will, let, let, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, if they won't go away, I'll do it because your will be done. That's the message. I want to pray for someone that is ready to yield to God's will. Some of you saying, I, you know, I, I won't get saved because I got too much to do. I won't get saved. It's, it's for old people. No. Salvation is for everyone. And then sometimes we'll dwell on, well, you don't know what they did to me. You don't know and to get someone on your side. But Jesus said, nevertheless, I'm going to, so I'm asking you, will you live for Jesus in the midst of what you're going through? Or are you waiting for all, everything to get smoothed out? Things won't smooth out. Sometimes you come to Jesus just as you are. He will smooth out. My job is to trust him. My job is to live for him. And I am a witness that when you trust in the Lord, he will invest in you. Is there someone that wants to be saved and say, I just want to be saved? I may not understand, I just want to be saved. Just come and just say, I want to be saved. I want to give my life to the Lord. I want to give my life to the Lord. Hallelujah. If you will come and just say, I need prayer. I want strength to, to do God's will. Just come. Just say, I need strength to do God's will. Jesus prayed, we'll pray for you, that, that you will have strength to do God's will. I just want to, I want strength to do God's will. Even in the midst of what you're going through, in the midst of hard times, Jesus said, not my will, but thy will be done.
close those eyes. The Lord is going to do something miraculous in your life. Just supply the faith. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, everybody praying, everybody bow their head. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for showing Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Thank you, Father, that he has taught us that the feelings and the stress does not have to go away for me, for us to obey. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your brothers and sisters. I pray for your children to be obedient to your word, to follow your word, even in the midst of agony and pain, even in the midst of what they're feeling. Father, I pray for your help. I pray for your help. In the name of Jesus. I want everybody to say, in the name of Jesus. Not my will. But thy will be done. In the midst of my emotions. In the midst of my feelings. In the midst of my hard times. I will trust in the Lord. I will obey the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct my path. Direct our path. Direct my path. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we believe by faith that you will do something great and marvelous. We believe by faith that when my flesh wants to go one way and contradicts your word, you will give me the power and the strength to follow your word. Come on, say it again. Not my will, but thy will be done. Now let's give God a praise and bless him. Bless him. Come on, clap those hands. Hallelujah. You go back to your seat praising God. Hallelujah. Come on, say it again. Not my will, but thy will be done. I have human limitations. I have limits. I have things that I'm not good at. But now unto him, that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all than we can ask or think. So I admit that my humanness in my humanity, I'm limited. But with God, I can do all things. What's that scripture say? Oh Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm, there is what? Nothing too hard for you. Come on, say, there is nothing too hard for God. God bless you. I'm going to let you go and 
Um, I think I've said what the Lord wanted me to say. And when you go out of here, even though you have weak human limitations, you can still trust God and obey him and watch him do great things. Aren't you all so glad that Jesus didn't come down off the cross? Are you all so glad that Jesus went to the cross? I'm, I didn't get to that part, but, but I am so glad that he died for me. Do I have a witness?